Welcome to this week's Immorally Podcast, where America's military veterans and patriots share their stories to reinforce the values and characteristics that keep the United States the land of the free because of the brave. You can view or listen to past episodes of Immorally Podcast at TonyMain.Podbean.com. Be sure to subscribe, like, or share wherever you download podcasts. Immorally Podcast is recorded at the Ranger Outreach Center, The Rock, in Uptown Columbus, Georgia, the heart of the Ranger community and the heart of the Ranger community. If you like what you hear, consider supporting Morley Podcasts with a gift to the Ranger Outreach Center at give.gallantview.org backslash The Rock. And we are thankful to be partnered with Three Nail Clothing, a premium Christian activewear brand committed to helping you pursue your passion. Proceeds from the sale of Three Nails Benefits Agape International Missions Fight Against Human and Sex Trafficking. And with the code RANGER at checkout, you can save an additional 10% while supporting our mission to provide America's veterans hope and purpose at The Rock. And now it's my privilege to welcome in a Ranger veteran, a good friend, now a small business owner, Lee Garcia. Lee, great to have you with us today. Great. Thanks for having me on, Tony. Appreciate it. Lee, you've had an interesting experience um, in your during your time in the Ranger Regiment. You you are a GWAT baby, um, as, as, as they're called. Tell the audience a little bit about your service, where you've been, kind of what you've done, and, and where you ended up. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I started off uh, 1999 is when I joined the Army. Uh, I took a bit longer route in basic training, broke my foot, so I had a little bit of extra time out there. Um, but after all said and done, I got through with it. You know, as an AIT, we had a ranger recruiter come out and uh, ask for volunteers, and I didn't know what it was, so I just said, yeah, sure, why not? And um, actually, I was in, um, it was in basic training when that happened. Uh, I was the smallest dude, I, I distinctly remember, because everyone knew what a ranger was except for me. You know, the smallest dude went in there and signed up, and everyone's like, yeah, you ain't happening. Um, broke my foot, forgot all about it. When I was in AIT, the recruiters came out again. I walked in the room and said, you're Lee Garcia? And they said, I said, yes, Roger Sergeant. He's like, all right, you're with us. And I was like, holy crap, these guys are good. Um, so that kind of left that whole mystique uh, with the Rangers. And, and I got there in uh, early 2000 after I finished airborne school and, and RIP and uh, spent my whole career there in the Ranger Regiment. Uh, 19 years as an intelligence analyst. Um, it was, like I said, a very unique experience. The fact that I got to stay on Benning my whole career, especially as an intel guy. Um, as much as they tried to pull me out, I, uh, I was able to stay there and stay in. And, and I think the highlight of my career, I mean, it's a GWAT baby. All the deployments, just building that relationships and that brotherhood with with, uh, with the guys at 375 that I deployed with for all those years from the onset up until 2008. And then you know, moving on to STB and regimental headquarters, um, you know, the highlight of all that was just having the ability to continue to be a leader in the organization. I, I never thought I'd made it as far as I did. Um, you know, being an Intel guy, you know, first sergeant was out of the question for me until they built an MI company. I was able to be a first sergeant, and I thought that was the end of the road. And then and we built the MI battalion. I got to be the provisional sergeant major for the MI battalion. And and I can just, I guess I can hang my hat and say, you know, I was a Ranger Star Major for a little bit. Uh, I got to live the dream that I never knew I, I had. And um, so now I'm retired, stayed in the area, uh, and went a completely different route. Um, did not stay in the intel business, did not stay in the community. 
Um, I decided I wanted to try and get out and do something on my own. And again, very unique because this was not in the cards in the future for me. I opened up a gym and started training people. Um, I just I just found, you know, after years of always hurting and doing things wrong, as I grew up in the Ranger Regiment, it was, it was run, push-up, sit-ups, and that was it. And then the CRTF got introduced to us. And, you know, as an older guy, uh, the pride took over. Like, yeah, I don't need to see what the coaches say. I'm just going to give me the plan. I'll go do it which was a bad idea because I didn't know what I was doing and did it all wrong. I was always hurt. So I had to retrain myself, swallow my pride and retrain. And with the help of, you know, all the coaches there at the CRTF, relearn every single exercise and just got better at it and realized that, you know, at the time I was coaching youth football and um, I noticed the kids, you know, weren't very physical and God bless all the parents out there, the volunteer, but just didn't know how to teach the kids how to do the exercises properly and, you know, I saw we were potentially put them in dangerous situations. So uh, I figured I want to train, work with kids and teach them how the proper way to exercise and keep them you know, strong and, and enduring. And then um, realized, hey, I can only do that in the afternoon. So I need something to come my time during the day. So I started working with adults. Um, started the garage. I uh, got about 800 square foot little building um, about a year later. And then about two years after that, right after the pandemic, I uh, bought out another gym locally here and moved into a warehouse. Uh, a year after I moved in here, I grew out again. Um, so it's just been a wild, crazy ride of nothing I expected. Um, but I think you were talking a little bit before this, you know, what I gained from the Ranger Regiment. I think one of the biggest things is expect the unexpected and just roll with it. Um, and just learn how to adapt and overcome and, and just keep moving and keep pushing. Um, Tell That's me, when, when, you, when you're making your decision to get out, I mean, they, for someone with your experience and, and your network, um, job opportunities are not really uh, difficult. But in terms of, you know, we usually say in, in, in transition, if you have to pick between location, job or money, location is where you generally find your happiness. What was that decision like for you? Because you stayed in the area of beautiful yeah. Fort Benning, Georgia. Yep. Yeah. Uh, decision was easy for me. Um, I had already, I knew I was going to retire, you know, years before the time came. Uh, my daughter, she, you know, she was born with a lot of uh, difficulties. Um, and that's, you know, she's a special needs uh, child right now. And uh, she grew up in this area. She's 13 years old now. Um, but we had a great support network. Uh, she had great friends that understood her, that took care of her, that would hang out with her despite, you know, her differences. And I couldn't pull the family away from that. Um, and uh, so that's, you know, once I affirmed that I was able to stay at the Ranger Regiment for as long as I did, I knew as soon as I could, I'm putting my packet in because I'm not going to uproot my family. I'm not going to move them away. Um, so part of decision-making and going to the gym, a small part of it is what can I do that stays here, that keeps me on my time so I can get back time to the family and work on my schedule. Even though I think sometimes I work longer hours than what I did before, but I had lunch with my wife today, you know, uh, so I can just break away and do that type of stuff. Uh, but ultimately, the decision was the location to keep my family stable um, and just give back to them as much as I could. Well, I love what you're doing at Foundation Training Facility. Right? If someone goes to your um, website, foundationtrainingfacility.com, they're going to they're gonna read about why you chose Foundation. So why don't you tell us in your own words why you chose that word Foundation? Um, to be kind of the bedrock of your organization. It's, it's exactly that bedrock. 
Um, you know, everything we learned and we were taught, uh, you know, from my military service was master the basics. Everything, once you master the basics, you get the basics down, everything else is going to follow. No matter how complicated it goes, it is, fall back on your basics and you're going to be okay. Um, so I wanted to be able to, you know, find a word and find a way to describe, you know, that basics. In this case, it's going to be the foundation of, of, of exercise and fitness. Um, and I wanted to make this gym a, a learning environment, not just somewhere you just come in and do it. Especially when I started out, it was just, I was doing classes, and I was doing personal training. Um, it, it means a lot more now so that it's an open gym concept because I want people, when they come to the class, or they come training with me, I don't care you know, what their experiences was before, we're going to start from ground zero. Everywhere from we're doing a squat, here's how you place your feet, to here's how you hold your shoulders, here's how you brace your core, and here are five fundamental rules we're going to follow with the squat, and we're going to move on from there. Um, and then we progress them based off, you know, how well they pick that stuff up. But at the end of the day, they have a good foundation of what it is. It's not just go get in that rack and put that bar on your back and go for it. All right, good job. You, you, you know, you did 10 reps. Um, probably might have broke your back doing it, but you did it. Um, and so... Everything it was, we're going to do it the right way first, and then we move on from there. Again, lessons learned from just the Ranger Regiment, because there's no forgiveness or getting away with anything, especially when it came to your job. Um, so that's where the foundation came from. In training, I wanted to look at people to look at the experience in here is completely different. You know, people, I hate exercise. Working out means work. The word's in there. People hate doing it. It's such a negative association with it. Um, and the focus, I wanted it to be different too. So when you're training for something, you have a purpose. You're doing something for a reason. Um, so come in here and, and saying like, hey, we're going to train today. We're training squats. Why? So we can get better at them. Not so we can lose weight. Not so we can get stronger. Uh, not so we can build that muscle, but so we can get better at the movement. And everything else is going to follow in after that. Um, so I wanted to change people's perspective and the way they look at coming into the gym, the way they look at doing fitness or conducting fitness. You know, to everyone comes in, it's like, hey, if you're looking for 30 pounds gone in 30 days, go somewhere else. I'm not the guy. This is going to be slow. It's going to be methodical. And we're going to lay, you know, the foundation uh, for what you need to do um, to lose that weight or get better. And if I'm, don't think of it as this coming in here to lose weight, coming in here to look better. Think about this as coming in here for a 30-year plan. You're 30 years old right now. 60 years from now, I want you to be able to play with your grandkids. I want you to be able to run around with them without worrying about your back hurting, your legs hurting, your knees hurting, or being, you know, so out of shape that you can't do it. This is not a 30-day plan. This is a 30-year plan. Um, so that's where that training piece comes involved. And then the facilities have to round out the ward somehow, have a good three-letter acronym, um, another good Army trait there, and had to make it make sense. So facility became the ward. So, Lee, I think a lot of Rangers, special operators, I mean, military folks in general who enjoy the workout part of the fitness part of our job, I would like to do what you're doing. So let's share with us like some of your lessons learned, like owning a gym is owning a gym is not. You mentioned, you know, being an owner. OK, so you have free time. Um, not that you always have free time, but you have the opportunity today, for instance, right, because you're in charge. It's your responsibility. Um, give it, give us some kind of, you know, some, some pros and cons or lessons learned on either side uh, as you've gone through this journey of owning your own gym. Yeah. Well, uh, lessons learned. I got, I got so many of them. Um, <laughs> I, I would not necessarily recommend the way I did it. I did the Ranger way and I just did it. I didn't do much research. I did not go talk to anybody. I didn't go work in a gym first and understand how operations worked. I just... I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it my way, and I'm going to do it. Like I said, I started out in the garage. That was easy. 
you know, people just come over to the house, you know, and have my plan, we work them out and they get on. And then I moved into a small, small facility and then I learned, um, okay, I need building permits and I got to, you know, get my business license and build the LLC and, you know, go through all the, the administrative portion of, of having a business, which I, I do not enjoy and I still don't enjoy. Now, because I'm finding like, okay, how to communicate, you know, marketing. Since a small business, I do everything myself. Um, so now how do I market? How do I market to the population that's in this area? Um, the key demographics are, you know, literally pulling up a sheet. Okay, what are the age? What's the demographics of ages here in my area? Who do I want to target and how do I start targeting them? Uh, from the financial aspect of it, you know, you know, paying all the bills and getting the internet set up and just, well, those are all things I did not think about. Um, and it just kind of just came, it's like, oh crap, you know, I got to figure this out now. Um, I, I failed in some of those senses and, you know, and, but it's always a good learning process. And I, probably what I enjoy most about it, no one day is the same as the next. So I'm always learning and working through something different. Um, communicating with people, uh, there's a right way and the wrong way to communicate. Luckily, I learned that prior to getting out, just working within the community, doing the coaching, having to deal with parents, civilians. Um, but I've been pleasantly surprised in two ways. You know, how much people are going to dedicate themselves to themselves and work, you know, push and work harder once they realize what their goal and their purpose of doing it, everything is. That was ingrained in us from the beginning. Like, we just do it because we know what the end state is. Um, especially coming into something that people need, but they don't want. Um, and really, you know, hiring a trainer, coming to a gym, or getting to a group of classes, it's, it's, it's a luxury. Um, bottom line, it's not something people have to do. They don't have to spend money because they can do it in the garage, they can do it in their yards, they can do it in their living rooms, pull up an app, or do whatever else. Uh, so I appreciate the fact that people come to me and trust me to do that. Um, but what I learned uh, from all that uh, was you know, people's willingness to push themselves. Uh, we do these little bi-weekly challenges in here. Um, it's just kind of like we did back in the CRTF. I make up these stupid little challenges. Uh, I didn't think people were going to get into them. Um, people do them. Uh, people enjoy doing them. They compete with each other. And I'm talking, and it's, you know, they're just normal everyday civilians that never had any, you know, they've never been to the, you know, military. Uh, they didn't have a job like that. And, and quite frankly, a lot of them that I get in here have never been into a gym before. Uh, so it's a whole new experience for them. And so getting to kind of shape them and mold them and, have them enjoy the experience come in it, it, it's been great um, and, and I think that all goes to just how you communicate and talk to people you know, I, you know I've had people that have never been in gym before and they come in they do classes two days a week and before I know it they're in here seven days a week because uh, they're enjoying it they're loving it uh, so we didn't make it an intimidating scenario or scene for them uh, so that, that's been a lot of fun you know something one time we went and did a tire flip for a mile out at the track and I invited a whole bunch of people, and I had a whole bunch of you know house housewives come out with their kids, and we flipped the tire for a mile around his track. It sucked. Um, it sucked for everybody, but they did it, and they enjoyed it. Um, so it's I think it's when you push people and help them believe in themselves, you'd be surprised how far they they, they come along when they go. I love that example of the tire flip for a, a mile because it wasn't you and someone else. You said people came together. Yep. And what we're starting to see more and more, I think, as that culture changed within the Ranger Regiment, is that we're, we're kind of really understanding the importance of community. And you've been doing a, a few things as an outsider, kind of, kind of, 
you know, stalking you on social media, a lot of your work, you're working with the community. So go ahead and tell us like a, a few of those those things and other organizations and how you're really trying, you know, it's it, it's one thing to have a jam. You need members. It's a part of the business plan. Right? Like That's a thing. But you're going a little bit, in my opinion, above and beyond. Right, thanks. Um, you know, so one of the things that we started doing lately is we partnered um, with, it's, it's a gym and it's psychotherapy in a, in a gym and one. It's an amazing concept um, out of California. Um, and they established through Ranger Buddy um, this, this project resilience. Um, and CSRT.org is a gym if anyone wants to look it up. Um, Dr. Samantha Case is doing some phenomenal work out there with, with the PTSD. Um, and some of the PTSD members they got out there. But essentially what it is, is we're combining fitness and, and therapy uh, into one to give, you know, give a different stimulus, if you will, for the veteran that has PTSD and for the way that they handle and deal with it. Um, so what she does, her office, her psychotherapy office is in the gym. And so part of people's, you know, therapy is you got to go out, work with a trainer, and then do some group activities and some group training um, later on. Um, physical training. And it's led by a ranger. Um, and so we got together and they established this project resilience as a not-for-profit, uh, which really focuses on the group um, exercise, group physical fitness, and community piece around it. Um, so as a partner with them, what we do here is every month we hold, we host, uh, call this a workshop and awareness, PTSD mental health awareness for veterans workshop. Um, so what we'll do is about two hours, we'll spend the first 30 minutes um, doing a group fitness exercise type of event, and then the rest we spent talking. Um, the first time we did it, you know, we did our little talk, and then we did the, you know, the little group exercise event, and uh it was kind of overwhelming because it took me back, you know, something that was missing. So now we had a whole bunch of that camaraderie was back. We're sitting there, we're doing push-ups, and we're talking crap to each other. People were making fun of each other. It's like you're back in the CRTF. We're back out on Keaton Field. It's exactly what it felt like. So it kind of filled a void that I really didn't know was missing um, at the time. And, and since we've done a, several more, um, we haven't quite gotten to the physical fitness aspect of it yet because the guys that have come in have so much to say. Um, and, and I think that's been just as powerful as anything else. Um, cause the guys come in and they'll talk about like, Hey, I get angry and I get very frustrated when I sit in traffic and I lose my mind, and I lose my head. And you know, two other guys, but like, yeah, I feel the same way too. And there's a shocked look on the first guy's face. Like, wait, you feel that way too? Like, yeah, we all do. He's like, oh man, I thought I was the only one that had these negative feelings about X, Y, and Z. So it gives the people that come in here one, a chance to vent and just talk. Um, and it's, we do it in front of a dumbbell rack. So there's like, it's the most non-intimidating environment you could probably be in, um, in my opinion. And you're around a whole bunch of veterans. It's, it's very anonymous. No one really introduces themselves, tells their name, what units they come from. Um, so I try to describe it to people, although I've never been, but like, it's like an alcohol anonymous thing. We come in here, it's like, Hey, um, I'm Lee and I have anxiety and I have PTSD or I get angry at these things. Everyone's like, Hey, so do I. And it sucks, but here's how. And we ever show co share coping mechanisms too. So we're like, hey, here's the breathing techniques I do. Um, so I think you know we're gonna we want to continue doing it. Got to get more of that exercise aspect so we get those endorphins running, get all those feel good that dopamine hits, and then we can talk afterwards. Um, but either way, right now it's been a it's 
in a good, safe house, you know, for some guys to need to come out and just vent and talk. I love it, Lee. So before we close in, let's just go do the once over where people can find you if they want to reach out to you to learn from from your experiences as a as a small business owner or come out and visit the facility. Where where can they find the information at? Yeah, I'm, I'm not very good at social media stuff, so it's just Facebook and Instagram, and you're lucky if I have any updates on there. But if you do reach out, uh, I will answer. Um, it's at FTF Georgia on both Facebook and Instagram, um, or you can just email me. It's a long email address, but Lee at FoundationTrainingFacility.com. Um, I'm always available to talk. Uh, you know, go on there. We always, I definitely always post the uh, the workshops that we do. Um, that's always going to be out there. The timelines can be out there for that. Um, or if you just need, uh, you know, a place to come in and, you know, small gym and friendly environment and you're a veteran and you just need a bitch, just, just I'm here for you. We'll throw some weights around and just talk and, you know, help you try to just get it all out of it. Appreciate that, Lee. The, the new Ranger way, right? <laughs> right? The weights are still there, but now we're going to have some conversation too, That's brother. Right. They, they, we wish you nothing but the best of luck. Keep on sending the updates when you have events. We'll be sure to push them out. And we thank you once again for coming on. I appreciate it, Terry. Thank you. Rangers lead the way, buddy. All right, Rangers lead the way. We hope you enjoyed a Morley podcast with our good friend, Lee Garcia. You can view or listen to past episodes of a Morley podcast at tonymain.podbean.com. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share wherever you download podcasts. A Morley podcast is recorded at the Ranger Outreach Center the Rock in Uptown Columbus, Georgia, the heart of the Ranger community and the heart of the Ranger community. If you like what you hear, consider supporting a Morley podcast with a gift to the Ranger Outreach Center at give.gallantfew.org backslash The Rock. And once again, we are thankful to be partnered with Three Nail Clothing, a premium Christian activewear brand committed to helping you pursue your passions. Proceeds from the sale of Three Nails benefit Agape International Missions Fight against human and sex trafficking and with the code ranger at checkout you can save an additional 10 percent and support our mission to provide americans veterans hope and purpose at the rock and until next time set the example for others to follow by leaving it better than you found it